This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. The Bible has a great deal to say about integrity, humility, and pride. In the outstanding nine-part series you're about to study, The Power of Integrity, The Humble Heart, and The Evilness of Pride, Pastor Ray brings to light amazing truths about each of these character traits every Christian needs to recognize. In its opening three days, a powerful message about integrity flow from pastor's deep conviction concerning uprightness, godly character, and moral courage. Pastor boldly proclaims the truths found in Proverbs 10:9 that he who walks in integrity and with moral character walks securely. Surely, given the certainty of God's word, none can argue with the life-changing energy of the statements Pastor presents. This first three-day session, specifically on integrity, is a great introduction to our next two three-day studies on humility and pride. So stay tuned for a great study series to come. Now, here's Pastor with more on the power of integrity. The Bible has a lot to say about integrity. One of the first things we're going to have to learn as a Christian is that if we do not live a life of integrity, we really hinder the anointing in our life. And if we hinder the anointing in our life, the anointing is what? The power of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And if we, in, if we, do, not, um, if we do not walk in integrity, um, we're going to hinder what God can do in our lives and through our lives. So integrity is a really, really important message. One of the things that I have seen in my years as a minister, now, now please, please understand this because every one of us sitting here, I want to preface what I'm going to say tonight by saying this. Let me use this as the umbrella over the entire message because I can already see some people sinking in their seats. It's like, oh dear, here we go. God does not require you to be perfect. Do you realize that? Not a one of us could ever be perfect because we live in an imperfect world. We're human. God knows, you know, the things that we go through. And God would never require for you or me to be perfect. Perfection is not the goal. Is everybody with me? Perfection is not the goal. It's a heart that's perfect towards God. That's the goal. It means my heart wants to do right. My heart is seeking to do right. And, you know, although sometimes I may stray a little bit, I have to be fully assured that there is forgiveness in God and the kind of forgiveness that God gives us is that he doesn't, he doesn't rebuke you and you've done something wrong and says, go back to go. You know, Monopoly game, anybody know what I'm talking about? Go back to go. How many of you played Monopoly? You know, you got to us and says, okay, you flunked here. You, this is no good. You picked up the wrong card. Go back to go and start all over again. God says, no, you proceed from where you left off. You just keep on going. As long as you've learned from your mistake, or mistakes, and as long as you know what you've done is wrong and you seek to fix that thing in your life with my help, then you're okay and you just keep on going. God does not send you back. He will pick you, pick you up from right where you are and just keep you going forward. Amen. Is everybody with me? So here in 1 John chapter 3, I think this is a very appropriate scripture to start from. 
And uh, to cover what I just said, it says here in verse 20, if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. In other words, there's help in God if our heart begins to condemn us. And uh, we know that there's forgiveness in God, and God is greater than that condemnation that wants to come on us. Um, God provides for us um, forgiveness in his word. Isn't that good? He says in verse 21, he says, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, now this is the verse I wanted to get to, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. So you see, this really, this really speaks to the issue of integrity. See, one of the things, folks, that we're going to have to come to, to realize in our lives, I don't know about you, but one of the things that God is really speaking to me about is boldness in my life. He wants greater boldness in my life. How many of you feel God is calling you to a greater level of boldness? Well, boldness comes from confidence in God, but confidence can only come as we walk with integrity before God. Am I speaking to anybody back here? We need to walk with integrity, because if we lose, if we compromise our integrity, we're gonna compromise our confidence, which ultimately is going to affect our boldness before God. That's why he says, if our heart does not condemn us, we have boldness and confidence with God. We can ask him for whatever we want, and he will give it to us. We will have the faith to be well assured in the depth of our heart that God is going to give us exactly what we have asked for because we have sought to live and to walk as people of great integrity. Now, one of the things that you and I are going to have to understand is that God has called us to come out from the world. God has called us to not be like the world. We're not supposed to look like the world, act like the world, talk like the world, do like the world. We are called out to be different. We're called a peculiar people. We're called a holy nation. You see, we're, we're called, this is, this, is, this is what we're called to be. So we're not supposed to be like the world. And the more we become like God, the more we tailor and adapt our lives to the word of God, the greater confidence we're going to have, the greater boldness we're going to have, and the greater results we're going to see in our Christian lives. Come on, somebody give God the praise and the glory. So, so I don't cheat, I don't lie, I don't steal, I don't, I don't, I, I'm on this thing because we, we think that a little lying is okay, but any lie, is, a lie is a lie. Say, with, say this with me, a lie is a lie is a lie is a lie. It's a lie. No matter how little or how big or how clean you think it is, there's nothing clean about a lie. A lie is a lie. And, and lying will, will hinder your confidence before God. You see, bitterness and anger towards your brothers and sisters and unforgiveness is going to hinder your... If you live in this realm... See, that's why God wants us to forgive. That's why God wants us to forgive because forgiveness is only going to hurt you. It's going to hinder the confidence that you have before God, which ultimately will bring you to the place where you will ask God for what you want and you will get it. But you need confidence before God to do that. If you don't have the confidence, you'll never be able to go with the spirit of faith and get the things that you're asking for. Is that good? Can you see that? And this idea about boldness. Listen, there are sick people that need to be healed. They need a bold Christian who's confident before God that can declare the word of God in faith to help them to get well. 
if we're messing around in life, if, we are, if we're not people of integrity in every area of our lives, we're hindering and hurting the boldness, and ultimately we are hindering what God can do and what God wants to do through our lives. Amen. So we have to seek to be men and women of great, great integrity in all that we do. Amen. God needs that yes. in us. Because we control the amount of confidence and ultimately the amount of boldness that we have in our... We're praying to God, God, give me boldness, give me boldness. One of the reasons why maybe we don't have boldness is because maybe there's some things in our lives that need to change. You know, the Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's those little things in our lives that we want to overlook or we just pass up that are really wrecking our confidence before God and, and our boldness before God. And we're wondering, you know, God, I need boldness. I don't feel as bold. Well, maybe it's because we are, we're not walking at the same level of integrity that we once did. We need to be people of honesty with one another. We need to be people of love and not of hate. We need to be patient with one another and with people. Is everybody with me? We can't be just a Sunday Christian or a Thursday night Christian and live some other way the rest of the week. Is everybody with me? We have to be the same all the time. And the way that happens as we get closer and a stronger relationship with God. And really that's what God is crying out for, I believe. God wants us to to develop this stronger relationship with him. So he says, he says, beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, 1 John 4 or three, rather, 21. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. That means we can come into his presence with full confidence that we know that to the best of our ability and to the best of our knowledge, we haven't done anything that would offend God or hurt me or, or you know, uh, do anything that, that was sinful. And if I did, I, I confessed it and I asked God for forgiveness and we have to accept that forgiveness and know, uh, get right back into that confidence because we know that when we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Those are the verses that are before for this verse in 1 John. Amen? So, beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God, and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. We need to do what's pleasing in God's sight if we expect to get what we want from God. Is everybody with me? You can't live like a sinner, act like a sinner, talk like a sinner and think that you're going to get the blessings of God in your life. You will not. Your faith will not operate and your faith will not work. We need to be men and women of great integrity. Hallelujah. Glory. All right. Let me give you a couple of other verses here. Um, so you don't have to open to all these. I'll just read them to you. You might want to just put them in your notes. But Psalm 41, well, let me, let me just tell you this. There is a blessing that comes from integrity. And it does different things for our lives. One, one thing that integrity does is it protects you. And Psalm, um, Psalm 25, let me open to this one because I didn't write this one out. Psalm 25, you might want to go there with me. Let's look at a few of these because we have time tonight. Psalm 25 and verse 21. It said, well, let's read verse 20. It says, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed for I put my trust in you. And verse 21 says, let integrity and uprightness preserve me for I wait for you. So we can see that integrity will protect our lives. When we seek to walk in integrity, I believe there's an anointing that we walk in uh, that will give us a supernatural protection on our lives because we seek to walk in integrity. So integrity will protect you. Go over to Psalm 41.12. 
Psalm 41.12. And um, let me read from verse 10. It says, But you, O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up, that I may repay them. And he's talking about getting, you know, this is David writing here, and he's being, he's being in, he has been in pursuit, or Saul has been in pursuit of him. Saul is in pursuit of David, and David is struggling here, and he's really calling upon God to help him. But notice what he says here. By this I know that you are well pleased with me because my enemy does not triumph over me. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity. God's going to work with you to try to help you to keep your integrity at an all-time high. So God's going to uphold you. And you see, what that really means is sometimes it's those little convictions that we get in our lives. Because, you know, did you ever, did you ever come to the, to the border of maybe compromising an area of your integrity? Did anybody ever do that? Come on, be honest. You almost lost your cool or you were tempted to lie or you were tempted to sin. But all of a sudden you got this, you got this, this conviction, this prick in your heart and you just knew that you knew that you knew that this was not right. Well, this is God upholding you in your integrity even though sometimes you want to punch somebody because they made you so mad. Anybody ever want to punch somebody because they, they made you mad, you know, or you want to just get even with somebody because they did something to you and, and you see, but you can't, you can't think like that. God will convict you. That conviction comes on you because that's God upholding you and trying to help you to preserve your integrity and, and he'll watch over you because he, he doesn't want you to compromise your integrity because if you do that, you're going to lose your confidence, you're going to lose your boldness, and you're going to lose your ability to go before God and get the things you need and you're asking for from him. Hallelujah. Glory. So he's going to uphold you in that. Uh, let's see. Proverbs 10.9, I think I have this one uh, written out so you don't have to open it, you can write it down, but Proverbs 10.9 says, the man of integrity walks securely. The men of man of integrity work, walk securely. It's very hard to keep a lie alive. <laughs> it really is very, very hard to keep a lie alive. If you set out to lie about something, ultimately somewhere you're going to be found out. And, and you see, the thing is, I don't know about you, but, but the, the more you grow with God and the, the, the stronger your relationship with God begins to develop, when you tell a lie, you feel lousy on the inside. You feel ugly on the inside. You, you, you begin to get weak on the inside because, because you see, again, that, that, that boldness comes from walking a life of integrity. Having confidence before God comes from doing what is right, living clean, respecting God's word and respecting others. But when you get into lying, I'm gonna tell you, or cheating or stealing or any of these things, it's gonna hinder it's going to hinder your confidence. It's going to hurt it. But the man of integrity will walk securely. He doesn't have anything to hide. See, you can come into my house and you can go into any room in my house and open up any drawer in my house. I have nothing to hide. You can do a full search in my house. The man of integrity walks securely. But if you're hiding something, you're always afraid that you're going to be found out or you're going to be caught. The man of integrity walks securely. He has confidence. He, he has a clear mind. He has nothing to hide. He has nothing to keep from anybody. You can check him out. You can check his life. You can whatever, whatever, whatever. You're, gonna find, you're not going to find anything that's going to you know, embarrass him or, or embarrass somebody else. So a man, a man of integrity walks with, uh, securely, with great security in God. 
And, and that security brings great peace to our lives. And that great peace brings us back to what we just read in John. It brings confidence and it brings courage and it brings boldness before God. Yes. Is everybody with me? Amen. Listen, if someone crosses your path tomorrow that's in need of Jesus, you don't have time to go back and repent and clean up your life. And that person needs Jesus right now. You need confidence and courage and boldness to be able to help that person and lead them in the way of Jesus or pray for them to help them to get the breakthrough they need or pray for a need in your own life to get the breakthrough that you need. You need confidence and courage in the presence of God. But that boldness and that courage and that confidence comes from integrity. Walking in integrity before God. Is everybody with me? Here in Proverbs 11.3, it says that integrity guides me. And 11.3 says the integrity of the upright guides them. So integrity is going to guide you into the right things. Integrity is always going to lead you in the paths of righteousness and holiness, which is going to build that confidence in your life. Is everybody with me? See, that's why I believe one of, the, one of the most important practices that a Christian could ever practice in their life is the practice of repentance. Man, I'm not getting too many amens tonight, boy. Whew. Pastor, I wanted one of those, hallelujah, I'm going to be all right. God's going to prosper me, got a breakthrough, taking me to the promised land kind of messages. But I'm going to tell you what, this fits into that because I could preach that message till I'm blue in the face, till Jesus comes, till I evaporate right in front of you. I mean, I could, I could preach that kind of stuff, but, it, but, but our lives, if they do not bear the, the markings of Jesus, if they do not bear, if there's not a difference in our lives, if the world cannot tell the difference between you and the sinner out there, if we're, we are actually undoing everything that God wants to do in our lives by our sinfulness and by our lack of integrity. You can't go out in the workforce and act like the world and, and partner with the devil and then come to church and expect to get a breakthrough? Come on. We're called to walk righteously, uprightly before God. Is everybody with me? So he says here um, in Proverbs eleven three, the integrity, I'm sorry, was that, um, yeah, integrity of the upright will guide them. It's, you're going to be guided by that integrity. See? Um, here's another one. Proverbs 13, 6 says that integrity is going to guard you. Proverbs 13, 6, that righteousness guards the man of integrity. Listen, when you know that you're a man or a woman of integrity, no matter what they say about you, they can say whatever they want about you. They can fabricate any kind of lie, any kind of story. They can assume whatever they want to assume about you, but before God, you stand a man or a woman of great integrity, and those words fall dead right at your feet. When you know that you've done the right and all that is right and righteous before God, there isn't a person. Well, let me say it. They can talk about you and they can malign you and they can accuse you and they can say awful things about you, but those words are rendered ineffective, useless, and dead because the man of, righteous, the man of integrity is guarded by righteousness. 
You are guarded by that. You keep your, that's why uh, no matter what, you keep your confidence before God. I know in, in, in times past, uh, I've, I've had to wade my way through some of that junk. But there's one thing for sure. I stood confident before God because God knew what was going on in my life. God knew my heart and God knew my heart's cry. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what people think and what people say or what people try to do. When you're a man or a woman of integrity, you're going to be guarded by that integrity and you can still walk with your head up high confidently before God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Put your hands together. That's why we need to seek to be men and women of great integrity. Because no matter what they say, no matter what the devil tries to unleash against us, it's a lie and it will die. Every lie will die in Jesus' name. That's why we need to be people of repentance. One of the greatest prayers that we can pray every day is search me, search me, O Lord, and see if there be any wicked way in me. We, we look at 1 John, it says, if we have confidence before God, we can ask whatever we wish and it will be done for us. It means our prayer life is going to be powerful. Our walk is going to be powerful. It's going to be powerful. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless, for he guards the course of the just. Is that powerful? I love that. So God is going to give you victory. Walking in, teg- in integrity, because that word upright can be in- interchanged with the word integrity, if we seek to walk in an upright fashion, then he says he holds victory in store for you. No matter what you face, because you are an upright individual before God, victory is yours. You, can't, you cannot live in sin and try to declare victory. I know this is going to upset somebody here tonight, because, but, but listen, you cannot live willingly and willfully in sin and think that you're going to walk in victory. He holds victory in store for the upright, for the upright. That's why repentance in, in our lives is so important. We need to live a life of repentance before God. No good thing will he withhold from those or from them that walk uprightly, uprightly, integrity, integrity. Integrity. But see, this integrity covers a lot of things. It's not just lying, cheating, stealing. It's just being a Christian and not being a phony. Being a person of love and not a person of hate. Being a person that's seeking to do this. You can't come to church and say you love your brothers and sisters when at home you hate your wife. Or you hate your husband. That lacks integrity. Or hate your children. Come on. You can't come have the Sunday face and have some other face. I've seen over my 20 years of doing this, I've seen some pretty interesting things. I've seen people shout hallelujah, jump up and down, run up down the aisles, prophesy three times, interpret the, uh, you know, pray in tongues, interpret the, the tongues, pray in prophecy, do the Holy Ghost polka around the room, and then walk out the door and bite somebody's head off. Dear God, that lacks integrity. Amen? And we can't do that. We can't do that. We need to be men and women of great integrity and live right and live clean 
and live peacefully before God and before each other. No good thing will he withhold for them that walk uprightly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.